It's said that patience is a virtue, but for customers facing damage to their own personal property and requiring restoration services, delays can frustrate those customers to no end. My name is Travis Parker Martin, and I'm the co-author of Delivering Five Star Restoration Experiences and the Vice President of Product and Marketing at KnowHow. Welcome back to another episode of the Five Star Restore podcast. In today's episode, we'll be taking you on a deep dive through one of the prevailing reasons restoration businesses received a bad online review, delays. Out of a thousand bad reviews that we analyzed in the restoration industry, delays took the third largest slice of the pie, being mentioned nearly 17% of the time. Coming up, we'll break this down into three specific reasons delays occur on a project as we discovered in our analysis. Not only that, we'll hear from one of the industry's top project management gurus, Tim Hall, as he tells us what exactly you need to do to avoid running into unnecessary delays. Buckle up and put on your project management hats. Episode four of the Five Star Restore podcast is coming right up. Following along the theme of expectations not matching reality, 16.6% of all one-star reviews in our study mentioned project delays as a contributing factor in their bad review. Of course, construction is an imperfect science, and with variables such as weather, employee availability, build issues, and other factors proving predictability unpredictable, in our research, it surprised us that delays weren't an even bigger contributor to one-star reviews. Customers are usually sympathetic when treated respectfully, and most are willing to be flexible when necessary. But as we'll see, delays, combined with poor communication and the feeling of being neglected or ignored, led to many customers helpless and voiceless, turning to Google to vent their frustration. This category is filled with stories of customers living in purgatory while continuing to be sloughed off by restoration companies. But the majority of complaints about delays boil down to three main issues. Restoration businesses starting a job and then focusing on new clients, the construction division dropping the ball, and overpromising on timelines. The most common problems we saw in our analysis of all the complaints surrounding delays was restoration companies starting a job and then walking away indefinitely while pursuing better, larger projects. In many instances, they would fail to communicate with the customer that their priorities had shifted, and instead would leave customers expecting work to resume, only to have nobody show up for days or weeks at a time. When calling to look for information or updates on when their home would return back to normal, customers would get the runaround, or simply be told, we're too busy right now, without any clarity on when work would resume. Occasionally, when provided the context on why a company was busy, like fighting natural disasters, customers were frustrated but understanding. Yet the majority of the time, companies didn't provide this. Instead, they gave customers the impression that a better-paying job had come up and left them in limbo living in hotels, rentals, or half a house while they pursued work elsewhere. A number of reviews mentioned customers deciding to terminate their contract prematurely, before the work was actually completed. In some cases, this meant customers were on the hook for paying the difference out of pocket, and in others, 
they successfully petitioned the insurance company to pay out only for the work done, inevitably damaging the business's reputation with the insurance provider in the process. So, I've been waiting a month and a half for them to fix a pipe issue in my apartment, and I have yet to have it fixed. After three weeks, I have half of the ceiling removed in my kitchen. When I try to get in contact with them, I'm told that they have emergencies to deal with. Emergencies. Every day, for over a month and a half? Come on. I've gotten the runaround so many times when I call. I've had appointments canceled, calls not returned, and they've literally told me that my issue is at the bottom of the list. Construction dropping the ball. Unfortunately, the persistent issue rears its ugly head again. As with the issue of communication that appears elsewhere in our analysis, there are several restoration companies that did a notably excellent job, according to customers only for things to take a nosedive once the project was handed back over to construction for the rebuild phase. This ended up tarnishing the entire experience for the customer, who ended up going back and posting a negative Google review about the entire interaction. Their mitigation business is excellent and does great work. Please note that this review does not apply to them. Their construction division caused a two-and-a-half-month delay in the reconstruction of our home, I have saved text messages, emails, and recorded phone and in-person conversations as proof. They'll give you a lot of promises once the mitigation work is done, but their construction division just isn't capable of running a project in a timely manner, and they will cause you a considerable setback financially if you're living on insurance ALE. I recommend you go with a reputable general contractor that is capable of doing a good job and responding to you. In some cases, this fumbling of the ball was the result of poor communication between the mitigation and construction teams. Customers told stories of contractors showing up without the right materials or being unaware of agreed-upon deadlines. Because businesses did not do an adequate job handing off the project from one team to the other. Delays like these are self-induced errors, and it's sad to see potential five-star experiences turn into angry reviews on Google unnecessarily. Finally, we get to the least surprising recurring factor mentioned when customers complained about delays. Businesses over-promising unexpected completion dates. Nobody is immune to this, regardless of industry. But setting customer expectations unrealistically high, especially during the bidding phase, is a one-way ticket to appearing on our annual analysis of one-star Google reviews. In many cases, the delays were related to poor project planning, where the wrong material was selected, or the scope of the work was not defined properly. This led to companies dragging their feet correcting mistakes, further prolonging how long it would take to complete a job. Multiple reviews mentioned estimators and project managers selling jobs on how simple and routine they were, only for delays to emerge that were usually the result of contractor negligence or inexperience. Forgetting to insulate before putting up drywall, installing improper equipment, were just some of the examples customers listed that led to delays far beyond what was initially quoted as an easy job. Once again, the underlying issue was communication, both internal and external. Project managers agreed to certain deadlines without consulting the rest of their teams. And then, contractors got to work without all the information they needed. 
This led to mistakes and work that needed to be redone, which failed to keep customers in the loop as the timeline was beginning to unravel. It culminated with customers exasperated that projects that should have taken days or weeks were taking months or years, longing to return to life as normal and wanting to share their experience with others to help them avoid a similar outcome. I was told the project was going to take 15 days, and I figured at most that would double. Oh no, it was nearly six months before the project was done. They put up new drywall in the ceiling without insulation, and they completely ruined all of my furniture by not putting any blankets or protection in the pod. If they say they are going to show up, expect them to be hours or even days late. In a nutshell, do not use this company unless you want to be a project manager, contractor, and account manager, as well as completely lose your sanity. Any project-based industry that runs on timelines is going to suffer delays occasionally. From graphic design to road construction, nobody is immune to schedules being skewered by factors outside of one's control. That doesn't mean, however, that we can't look at your one-star counterparts to find ways to minimize, or even prevent, the damage from occurring and keep your reputation intact. People are relying on Google more and more to find their next service provider, so it's important to do everything possible to ensure the customer quotes beside your company name reflect you positively. First and most importantly, it's impossible to ignore the outsized role healthy communication has on whether delays will occur, and if so, a customer's interpretation of them. The teams that get into trouble repeatedly are ones where a project manager or estimator commits to a certain deadline with a customer, but then does not a adequately equip his or her team members with the knowledge and resources needed to meet that deadline, or b fails to hold adequate attention to the agreed-upon deadline, allowing sloppiness or distractions to stunt progress. Stories of teams showing up to job sites unprepared and with the wrong materials only highlight the easily preventable breakdown in team communication. It's been said that every one hour of project planning saves five hours of project execution, and any construction company worth its salt would be thrilled to have 80% of its time back per project. Taking the time to ensure that every contractor has the information they need, a clear understanding of their deliveries, and what the timeline is for each project ensures that instead of playing catch-up, they're able to hit the ground running and over-deliver on expectations. That said, when delays do happen, the evidence in our analysis proves that there's a considerable room for improvement in how some companies are handling communicating this to their customers. Dodging phone calls made by frustrated customers may feel like a painful experience avoided in the short term, but in the long term, this practice only damages your reputation and ensures your customer will not get an opportunity to see things from your perspective. As mentioned, when the reasons are legitimate, like natural disasters or truly extraordinary losses, customers were typically understanding, even in their one-star reviews. Yet, it was the inability for customers to get answers or establish any real expectations for when work could be completed that left them frustrated. In other cases, a rational explanation for going silent didn't exist. Some businesses simply decided to prioritize better-paying jobs, even though they had already begun another project. 
leaving customers unable to resume their normal lives indefinitely just because a bigger paycheck has surfaced will likely, ironically, make it much more difficult to acquire new customers in the long run. As your online reputation tanks, and your status among insurance providers is damaged. Far better is to follow the simple mantra of finish what you start and to respect the time and experiences of your customers. Running around chasing money isn't a winning strategy and delivering on your commitments ensures that your customer will go to bat for you both online and in person. However, one other common occurrence was restoration companies who fully intended to deliver on their promises yet poor planning from the project manager doomed it from the start. When we asked Tim Hall, Director of Operations at Violent Management and Project Management Guru, what businesses can do to boost their project management ability, Tim said the answer was simple, but not necessarily easy. The most effective ways to ensure that a project gets completed on time and on budget is to put in the work on the front side, Tim told us. You don't have to look hard to find evidence in the restoration industry that failing to plan means planning to fail. This means identifying risks ahead of time, listing who your stakeholders are, and clarifying with the customer exactly what work will get done and the specific processes your staff will be following in order to achieve this outcome. The benefit of defining all this ahead of time is twofold. First, your team knows who is doing what, when and any assumptions are listed out in the open. Secondly, your customer ends up far more comfortable with the process ahead of them, knowing clearly what the steps are going forward and what is in between them and getting their house and life back to normal. It's this second point that's immensely valuable, according to Mark Springer, president of the Restoration Industry Association. The key to minimizing customer frustration is to set expectations at the front end of the project that are honest and manageable, he points out. It's the cliché of under-promise and over-deliver. I'm always amazed at how often restoration contractors begin a repair project without a critical path schedule. Taking time to create this on the front end will greatly assist in setting proper expectations. Another common issue that came up consistently was the restoring company doing an excellent job planning and executing the restoring phase but a sloppy handoff from the restoration team to the rebuild team led to bad customer experience. This is likely due to either A, poor communication between project teams, or B, project managers taking their foot off the gas and failing to hold sufficient tension to provide deliverables once the restoration component of the job was complete. In either case, Hinging the project's success on information that exists exclusively in the brain of the project manager is unsustainable and will eventually collapse. Tim points out that this creates a dynamic where your business's success is hamstrung by certain individuals, who, God forbid, will never get sick or decide to pursue greener pastures. To avoid this, more and more companies are taking a company's expertise, and the status of each project and bringing it out into the open for everyone to see. The more freely available information is about project timelines, deliverables expected, and up-to-date communication with customers, the better the chances are of the entire team staying on the same page and the project going according to plan. To accomplish this, many teams use project management software 
that includes all members of the team, from estimators down to contractors. Combined with routines and structures such as daily stand-ups, this gives every team member visibility on expectations, deadlines, and more, ensuring that no one person restricts the success of the company and the team at large. Incredibly powerful information from our industry experts coming out of this episode. It's impossible to stress enough the importance of communication when facing delays with your team members, but more importantly, with your customers. Doing so will give your business a competitive edge over the other restoration companies in your area and improve your online ratings so you become a five-star restorer. Tune in next time to learn how your employees might not only be costing you money, but your reputation as well on episode five of the Five Star Restore podcast, Contractor Drama. If you want to download the full ebook for free, you can do so at fivestarrestore.com. That's F-I-V-E restore.com. This episode was produced and edited by Travis Martin and Corbin Smith. Thanks to Ivan Busenius, Jason Melnichuk, and Candace Washington for their talented reading of our book, delivering five-star restoration experiences and analysis of 1,000 bad reviews in the restoration industry. I'm your host, Travis Parker Martin, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>